Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Hi, beloved. Hello, beloved family. My goodness. I'm, I don't know, I seem so close to you today. How are you? I pray that you're fine, and I am fine, um, and God is on his throne, and I'm as thrilled as could be. And uh, he loves you, and I love you, and um, how do I say, let's see, um, I have a note here that there have been a number of inquiries from people who want to donate to our apostolate. You know, let me, let me, I normally don't uh, mention that. Uh, I normally mention um, donating to um, uh, the Station of the Cross and LifeSite News, um, but um, I will, I will tell you that. I would love to. Um, you dear, dear souls. We um, have um, just um, purchased a house in a little house in Tulsa that will only hold eight of us. And we um, were going to get some land and begin to build a monastery because over 100 women have acquired. Um, but I tell you, dear ones, my heart is so urgent for the salvation of souls that um, I, I can't bear to take two, three years and raise millions of dollars um, to build a monastery and just not be able to take more than eight women. So we've decided to uh, keep the house that we have purchased with uh, the assistance of many of you, I will say. It'll close February 1. People are still donating for that. It's $200,000. And LifeSite, how do I get to this now? Um, LifeSite News has uh, put up a life funder for us. And I'm going to see during the first break if I can find that for you. And I'll give you the URL that you can contribute to that right online. The other way you can contribute, uh, dear ones, is by going to our website, www.motherofisraelshope.org. I'm looking all over the place because I'm trying to adjust something on this end. Um, uh, and you can donate, just click the donate button, and you can donate in any way on there. You can you can wire um, uh, a transfer of funds. Uh, we could give you our federal uh, ID number. We're 501c3, so any gift is tax deductible. Um, you can donate by check, by mailing it to our address, and it's no problem to mail it to Tulsa, even though we're in Kansas now. Um, because the mail, we have a very special uh, friend forwarding our mail from Tulsa until we have a permanent address, which we hope will be soon. But the other thing I wanted to tell you is that we're going to hold off any plans for a couple of years to build a monastery until we um, can can build up and take another couple of dozen women and form them. Then we can start that. 
Um, so we're looking for a very big house where we could take it another couple of dozen women. Um, we have one in mind. In fact, the people who uh, are living there, um, we knocked on their door and asked them if they had thought of selling their house. And in fact, an amazing thing is they said, actually, we have. And that's how we bought this house. We knocked on the door of the people years ago who owned it. And we raised our three children and they're out of the house and we're thinking of downsizing. And so they're going to let us know this week whether they would sell it. And if they will sell it, we would need probably, um, let me just say, close to a half a million um, rather than what the bishop estimated five to seven million to build a monastery, it'd be close to a half a million to get the house. Uh, probably sell for three to four hundred thousand, and then we're going to need to do a bit of construction uh, to separate rooms into cells and all, and build a little chapel and all of that. So we will be more than grateful. Um, our hearts are so filled with gratitude for all of you. So again, www.motherofisraelshope.org. Click on the donate button and you could go from there. It'll give you all the information you need. You can click on the contact button uh, on the right as well to get our contact information. If you wish to email or mail a check to our Tulsa address right now, um, and then at the break, I'm going to give you uh, the Life Site. I think it's called Life Funder um, that Life Site News set up for us uh, for anybody who wishes to donate. Um, and that was uh, toward our the first house of two hundred thousand um, that we have purchased and that will close um, next Monday. It's very exciting. So. Um, and once the house closes, we intend to go back to Tulsa and say our goodbyes to everyone and then bring our furniture here. So um, it's it's just wonderful. Many good things are happening. Dear souls, we have um, uh, several inches of snow outside the city. Little Beloit, Kansas is blanketed in white. It is so exquisitely gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. The people are fantastic. Um, one family who has a farm brought us uh, this past week two huge bags, one filled with pork. Imagine this Jew eating up that pork, uh, filled with pork, it's chest, and the other one with beef. I think we have food enough for six months. I don't know. If, as far as meat goes, I've never seen anything like it. The people here have been so incredibly generous, bringing us all kinds of food and supplies and uh, greetings and uh, honey. One, one beautiful family brought us honey. I've never had such honey in my entire life. A full jar of honey that he said is the fruit of about 10,000 bees. I don't like bees. I don't like wasps. I don't like mosquitoes. I don't like flying things that sting or bite you. I don't like that, but I sure love this honey. It's so fantastic. We've been showered. I tell you, we had the last four years of, um, I'll just say desert um, situation. And now... Um, God is pouring such grace on us, dear ones, and the people here are so fantastic. I've even received several emails 
of people that want to move to Beloit. And I'll tell you, it's the most magnificent little town. And we have large families that have moved here because of St. John's Catholic School attached to St. John the Baptist Catholic Church, the only Catholic Church in Beloit. You can look it up online. It is... um, Gorgeous. It's simply, simply gorgeous. The priest is wonderful, Father Jarrett Conradi. The bishop, Father Gerald Vinky, is a gentle, humble, yet strong, orthodox, beautiful shepherd. Um, I, I, we could hardly have asked for a, a better situation, so it's beautiful. And getting emails from families who want to move here. Um, I got word from um, a gentleman here with, they just had their seventh baby, and he said, if anyone wants to move to Beloit, I should put them in touch with him. He can find them jobs. He could find them housing. And if we could buy that big house, and if we can't buy that big one, there's another big one we have in mind um, that, again, we could reconfigure and take in a couple of dozen more women. Um, and so the little house we bought, which is not so little, it has four bedrooms, um, we'll use as a guest house. So we have tons and tons of dreams. And if you're an oblate with us, dear one, I, I apologize to you because in our Christmas mailing <clears throat> that went out mid-December, and we had Valerie call yesterday who hasn't gotten it yet. It was a package with a book and a CD and a newsletter. I don't know why anyone would not have received it yet, but I'm getting mail still from a month or two ago. So during the holidays, the whole mail delivery service uh, went really uh, a bit awry, understandably. So um, we've learned that the post office um, was filled to the ceiling, including their lunchrooms with mail that two months backed up because it it seemed the message we got that FedEx and UPS, um, uh, that the major retailers, uh, huge retailers, had to cancel their contracts with FedEx and UPS because the government was shipping the vaccines via those two services. So I don't know the state today, but much of the mail was held up. Um, But still, if you're not on our mailing list, dear ones, if you go to www.motherofisraelshope.org, you can click on newsletters, you can sign up for the email and or the regular mail edition again. If you get the email edition, you're not going to get books, CDs, holy cards, other things that we include in our mailings. Um, But if you get the online... um, uh, uh, website uh, newsletter, then you can always email us and say, I'm, uh, I get the newsletter via email, would you send the book or the CD or whatever it is? We'll put it right in the mail to you. That's terrific. And hopefully uh, we're beginning to work on a new uh, oblate, which will be our eighth, no, seventh oblate newsletter. And um, uh, we'll get that out as soon as we can, dear ones. There's the music for our first break. Boy, am I a long talker. Um, And um, we'll be back with you right after the break. And I'm going to give you the link for that life funder. Uh, God bless you, dear ones. We'll be right back.
LifeSite News is an international news agency devoted to defending life and family and restoring Christian culture. We aim to educate and activate our readers with the information they need to fight the most crucial battles of our day in their churches, workplaces, and families. Our motto is Caritas in Veritate, love in truth. We firmly believe that promoting the truth is an act of love, however hard it is to hear. Over the last 20 years, we have built a reputation for uncompromising reporting, no matter the cost. LifeSite News is by far the most popular pro-life website on the internet, with over 40 million unique users every year and growing. Check us out at LifeSiteNews.com. of the Cross brings you Mother Miriam Live. Mother Miriam is a Catholic nun on a mission to bring Jesus and a message of hope to a world that has lost its way. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, and I am thrilled to welcome you to Mother Miriam Live. As always, you're going to be able to call, text, or email whatever your questions are. Through a partnership between the Station of the Cross and LifeSite News, you will be able to listen and watch Mother Miriam Live on YouTube and Facebook at the Station of the Cross, including past episodes on podcasts. God bless you. Listen on your local Station of the Cross affiliate and our free iCatholic Radio mobile app. Or watch the Mother Miriam Live video stream on Facebook and YouTube by searching the Station of the Cross. That's Mother Miriam Live each weekday from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern on the Station of the Cross. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Hello, my dear ones. We are back, and I think we've fixed our camera so my face is not so close to you and or to the camera. I tell you what, I, I'm just such a happy camper. And uh, Station of the Cross is, is just too wonderful. Um, they already put the link up to the LifeSite um, um, uh, donation link uh, that they've put up for us. And it is, um, let me give it to you, H. TT maybe maybe it could be put up on the screen I don't know but it's https colon two forward slashes um, but basically www dot one word life funder l i f e f as in Frank u n d e r one word dot com forward slash and then all caps d for David o m m O-I-H, and that's Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope. So all caps to abbreviate, D for David, O-M-M-O-I-H, www.lifefunder.com slash D-O-M-M-O-I-H. I'm so happy about this. You know, both LifeSite News and, um, and the Station of the Cross are just so wonderful. They've been praying for us. 
without end to find a new home. And now that we have, they want to help us to fund it and and take in new women and do all of that. I, I just cannot... Um, I still hear of apostolates that are being put off certain stations because they're too direct in their speech. Um, they're not uh, timid about speaking truth. And and here uh, between LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross, um, I, I cannot even imagine uh, being with with two apostolates. Uh, more fearless, more faithful to the church. I'm, I'm just, I, I, I just can't even um, thank them enough. And so, um, oh, James, you're too wonderful. Um, the engineer just said that the link to the lifefunder.com slash uh, Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope is now on the screen. It's so wonderful. I wish I could, you know what? If you have a lot of money, you can split it between me and the Station of the Cross and LifeSite News. They're just so, so wonderful. We've never had a fundraiser. This is, we've existed since 2008 when Cardinal Raymond Leo Burke uh, invited me to found this um, community. Uh, and I moved from California. I was full-time on staff with Catholic Answers, uh, the mo- to my mind, the greatest apologetics apostolate um, on the web. And I think they're the number one um, uh, website um, of apologetics on the web, catholic.com. Um, I was with them full-time uh, as one of their apologists for nine years. Uh, we support them. I will always support them. I will recommend them. A uh, number of the answers that I get for callers, I go straight to their site because I know they're utterly trustworthy. Um, fully in in line with the magisterium. So I came from uh, Catholic Answers to um, uh, straight to St. Louis to found under the leadership of uh, then Archbishop Raymond Burke. Um, and uh, I think it was a month after I got to St. Louis that uh, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI called him at 5 o'clock one morning in August, I think. I may not have all my facts exact, and uh, called him to Rome to head, um, to be prefect, to head the Apostolic Signatura, which is the top canon lawyer of the church. And um, and so I was without a bishop, and the story continues from there. Um, I'm not going to tell you all of our, um, the enemy's um, uh, efforts to shut us down and have us never get off the ground, but it's been straight one thing after another and now it seems that it's god's time for us to fly and i i i don't imagine for a moment the devil has given up because he never does but um we are stronger for all the trials uh, all these years and um we couldn't be more thrilled and and for all of you who have waited so long even the women over, I think, from the beginning, from 2000, the end of 2007, when we first announced this, or rather not, I would say it was 2008, um, that um, it began in some ways the end of 2007, but really it was 2008. Um, I think between then and now, um, which would be uh, 2008, 
12, 13 or so years, we've had over 1,000 women write to come in. And the reason for that is that uh, we take women from 18 to 118, but I've always said, if you can keep the rule and you're 119, I'll make an exception. Um, what, what we do want to do, and because of that, we have many, many women of all ages, uh, in their 80s even, uh, asking to come in. And the thing we require is that you need to be breathing. Okay, three things. You need to be breathing. Uh, you need to be Catholic. And you need to love you need no, no. You need to be breathing. You need to love God, and you need to love His Church. You need to love the Catholic Church. If there's one infallible teaching, unchangeable teaching that you don't believe of the Catholic faith, you may not come in because, in my mind, you're not Catholic. That's how Protestantism began: protestism to protest against. An infallible teaching of the Catholic Church is to protest against God because you don't believe that he established his church against, that he would lead it, as he told the disciples in the Gospel of John, that he would lead it into all truth um, and that he would be with it till the end of days and the gates of hell won't prevail. If you disagree with one teaching, then you think it's man-made. The other alternative is that you disagree with God. You think you're more wise than him or smarter than him, and I can't imagine anyone would think that. If you think that, it's a God of your making, not the God who exists. So, again, if you are breathing and you love God and you love the church and every single one of her teachings, again, that is infallible and cannot change, not the opinion of even popes, or magistrates or clerics or anyone else, but the infallible teaching of the church that cannot change, um, those three requirements, you are invited. Um, however, we only have so much room, and I do want to keep a balance of ages. So if we have um, 20 women and uh, 10 of them or 12 of them are over the age of 40, I want to... Uh, take a uh, put a little stop on that age group and take in younger women because if you enter an order carmelites dominicans benedictines that's been that it's existed for many years you will come into a real family to all ages to 18 year olds to 20 to 40 to 60 even over 100 because they've they've been vowed for so many years I want women to come into a family. So we're taking women of all ages, but we want to have a balance. So we may have two openings, but if, if we have an overage of young people, we'll take a couple of older ones. And overage of older people, we'll take a couple of young ones instead so that we have a real family. And I tell you, it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. One of the great griefs of my heart is in reading a book... Um, it's written by a Wall Street Journal correspondent. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know what it's called. It's either Sisters or Sisters in Crisis. Oh, I, I can't believe I forgot the, the name of that book. I read it um, quite a number of years ago, but it absolutely broke my heart because it focused on one particular order of sisters who came over... Uh, from overseas, from Ireland, 
and um, pretty much settled the United States and built hospitals and schools and all of that. Somewhere along the line, maybe following Vatican II, I don't know, they became pretty much social workers. They jettisoned their habit. They don't even wear veils. And they are, they probably number more than any order in the world. But you you can hardly recognize them anymore because they're in suits and skirts and blouses and, you know, they have their hair done and you, you don't know their sisters. Um, you might, by a certain dress they've adopted that is... I won't. I won't describe everything, but maybe it's suits or whatever it is. Um, to me, they've lost the beauty of religious life and the beauty of womanhood. Uh, it, it's not them in particular, but any religious who who do away with the habit. It's so um, so so difficult. Um, and but they have millions and millions of dollars of land and convents and houses. Um, and one particular gentleman, I know it was from the Wall Street Journal, Journal correspondent, and I, I can again, uh, if I could look it up during one of the breaks, I will, but he is the one who started the retirement fund for nuns because the, their average age is 68 or 72, and they have no more vocations, and so they're dwindling, and they have... Uh, I think they need people to support them because it used to be um, that the younger nuns would, many of them nurses, they'd have a wing for uh, older sisters or uh, an assisted living wing even, and the younger uh, nuns would take care of them, be nurses. And uh, when I was in France um, with an order there, also Benedictine, Servants of the Poor, Servant de Pavre in French, um, they, that's exactly what they did. They had a, a wing for the sisters that needed to be in wheelchairs or be assisted in many, many ways. And all the young sisters would go over there, would, would live with them and help them. But in the orders that have given up the habits and given up much of their vocation um, apostolate in some ways, they have no one. And so this gentleman is the one who started the retirement fund for retired nuns that everybody gives to, and they're from all orders that could no longer support them. To think that you've grown up with a family and need to be put out in a nursing home, when you get too old because they can't support you, it, it, it's a knife to my heart. I can't believe it. So um, I don't know what I'm telling you all this for, but we want to make sure that we take in young women also. Um, and we do. Um, we have a number of women. Um, we just had a 16-year-old last week who, who wants to come in, and she needs to finish a couple of years of school. We don't require um, uh, degrees. We require knowledge of the church and love for her. So um, you're welcome to apply. Go to our website, especially if you're young, um, 18 and up, uh, and click on... Um, 
the contact button, send us an email, uh, look on vocations, you can download our charism, and we would be absolutely delighted to speak with you. Um, We'll come right back, beloved, and we'll take your calls, your texts, and your emails. Uh, We have Kelly on the line. Hold on, Kelly. We'll be right back. God bless you. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day. And we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustained Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustained life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations, thank you for helping to save the culture. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live. Like the Catholic Current and the many other programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, Divine Mercy in My Soul is all about the messages that Jesus revealed to St. Faustina. It is aired every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Or you can listen anytime to Divine Mercy in My Soul on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. As a nonprofit lay organization financially independent from your diocese, our apostolate is listener supported. The Station of the Cross thanks our supporters who have enabled us to broadcast Catholic programs for more than 20 years. Through your generosity, we are able to inspire countless listeners with the gospel message and help lead them to a parish to be spiritually nourished by the sacraments. Thank you for your continued support and may God bless you and your family. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. I'm so happy to be with you. This is our half hour, and um, again, I, I think I, I need to uh, ask your apology for speaking so long before the break about um, our community and its development and all of that. Um, a number of people have called in. Um, our our phone in Tulsa, our landline, um, is completely full. People have been emailing that they cannot call us. I'm so sorry about that, but we are not able to get our calls while we're in Beloit, and it is full, beloved. I I apologize for that. Um, We've had way over 100 people call, and there's no way we can get to it. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, We had somebody go over there and try to get the messages off, but um, there's, they're, not, they're having trouble doing that, so we'll need to wait, dear ones. Um, in the interim, the best way to contact us is to email. <clears throat> you can email us at our ma- a main number. Uh, it's mail, M-A-I-L, at 
motherofisraelshope.org. Um, again, mail, M-A-I-L, at motherofisraelshope.org. And if that's confusing in the spelling, just go to uh, motherofisraelshope.org on the website, and you can click on the contact uh, button, and um, you can send us an email that way. Um, so we're going to take your calls now and your texts and your emails. Um, a toll-free number. Our lines are wide open, except for Kelly, who's very patiently holding on. Um, and the um, uh, toll-free number is one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three. If you can't get us on the Tulsa line, you can you can call now with any question on your heart. One eight seven seven five one one five four eight three. You can text at that number as well, or email at mother at thestationofthecross dot com. Dear Kelly, hello. You're in New Jersey, yes? Yes, mother. Thank you so much for taking my call. I just You're want to welcome. say I love you. Oh, bless you, Kelly. We love you, too. God bless you. Thank you so much. You're a patient soul for holding on so long. Okay, so I just wanted to touch on, you were, we're talking about vaccines Yeah. these past few days, so I wasn't able to get on, so I'm glad I was able to now. I just wanted to pass on, it's a website, and it's called childrenofgodforlife.org. This is a website that has been around for at least 10 years, And it's definitely valid because when my children were young and they were getting all these vaccines, I was very concerned because I didn't understand why they needed so many. And I started doing some research. I found this organization and was disgusted by everything that is in there. And I called my parish priest and I said to him, how come the Catholic Church isn't saying there's aborted fetid cells, there's caterpillar cell lines, Rhesus oh, wow. monkeys, I mean, all kinds of non uh, it, it's unbelievable. It's almost like Frankenstein. And he got very adamant. He said, yes, we do, blah, 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 which they don't because I go to church every day for my whole life. And um, so anyway, long story short, I talked to my pediatrician. I printed, he's asked me to print it out. I printed the whole page. It was like 50 pages and I gave it to him. Mm-hmm. And um when I saw him like the next month for my children's checkup, he said, yes, this is correct. This is what is in these vaccines. He said, there is no alternative. There is one alternative that's in Japan, but it wasn't FDA approved. Mm-hmm. So I'm just yeah. passing this along. Now, the other thing I also wanted to say is that um, I think with this COVID vaccine, you need to find an organization uh, in your state because if you're just one person, they can, they can smash you. If you're with and joining an organization, which there's a new organization in New Jersey that uh, was very effective last year in January in squashing a lot of unnecessary vaccines, the flu vaccine and such. So now they're getting stronger. They're forming a pack. And I've found them by doing research. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to join them because we're going to, have to, you know, not take this COVID vaccine, yeah. or, you know, for jobs or anything else. Right. So I just encourage people to find and research in your state or start one. And chiropractors, for the most part, um, are anti-vaccine. So I don't know if you want to start there. I just wanted to pass that along. Well, I'm, I'm very wanted... grateful. Go ahead. Go ahead. One more thing is that I don't know if people know this, but pharmaceutical companies cannot be sued 
if you have a problem from a vaccine, if you are harmed or your child is harmed, they cannot be sued. Mm-hmm. They, have, they are not responsible. So with this COVID thing, because they want to roll it out to everybody, the big not here for peop- for whoever the powers that be want to get us vaccinated is if you are harmed and your employer makes you get that vaccine, can you sue your employer? Well, so number one, nobody's thing gonna, they're trying to get around. They, oh, they're going to try to get around in many, many, many frightening ways, actually. Um, no, nobody can make you get the vaccine. Of course, you may have to take the option of being fired, but there's absolutely no one who could make you take it. If you've got a family to support and they're going to fire you, um, you have a decision to make. But um, no one can make you take it. Um, but it's we we may have to take it to travel, all kinds of things. In addition to, um, I'm very uh, grateful, Kelly, to your giving the Children of God for Life. I'm on it now, and um, it it looks like a very worthy site. And after the program today, I'm going to spend time on it. Um, I want to give everybody another resource. Yesterday. I gave out a video, um, which uh, Station of the Cross put up on the screen by Dr. Simone um, Gold, um, S-I-M-O-N-E, Simone Gold, G-O-L-D, a woman who is uh, just fantastic uh, doctor and uh, tremendously informed. And I just went to the video to uh, give it out again, and YouTube has taken it down. Um, and so you, anybody can type in Dr. Simone Gold, G-O-L-D, uh, and coronavirus, you will get a tremendous amount of, um, wait, I have, let me just see, I, I let me just see if they, no, sorry, uh, uh, YouTube has taken it down, but there are other videos with her. And um, Dr. Simone Gold, anyone can look that up as well and uh, get the truth about the coronavirus and if there's anything that's safe to take. And not just safe to take, but um, what it does to you. And the fact is that uh, I think it's uh, ivermectin or something like that, there is... um, a counter uh, hydrochloroquine i'm not saying it right those two um would be over the counter and she said they were over the counter like aspirin for years and all of a sudden they're not and so but it should be over the counter she said and uh, i read a story yesterday of one woman who uh, went to the doctor or was in the hospital they gave her for with covid they gave her 20% chance of survival and then they gave her this ivermectin um, medication and she's in a couple of days she's completely restored it's just in, it's evil what's happening uh, it's not bad yeah, medicine but- it's evil to destroy us and control us so i'm not saying the covid um, uh, is not uh, virus is not real, but uh, this doctor, Doctor Simone uh, um, Gold, has said that in the in the past you could go to a doctor for a common cold, and they would write down it's a coronavirus because that's a common cold. That's what it's called. 
um, but this particular strain, um, again, is more serious, and so is the flu, um, and can be treated by medicine. You don't need a shot, and the shot, a number of people are dying from it and having incredible uh, negative reactions. So, uh, And it's still experimental, and she uh, advises no one to take it. If, if I may say just a few more things. Go ahead. So, Go ahead. I also, like I know people who had the coronavirus, their doctors won't treat them. They just say go home and, you know, so like they're sick in bed for two weeks. I asked my doctor, what would you, would you, what would you treat me with if I, if I contracted this? And she would treat me with the hydroxychloroquine Good. and other things. And she's also given me and my family vitamin D and all vitamin D. If you yeah. read and you research a lot of people who are deficient in this are the ones who are getting very sick. That's exactly so that's right. The I, other thing. I, I saw that, Kelly. I just interrupt you for a minute to say that I've done a little research on vitamin D because of that. Um, I personally am taking 5,000 units a day. They say it's more than a vitamin. It's somewhat of a hormone, and it is um, it helps absorption. Um, and many people, apart from the coronavirus, are very sick and weak because they're deficient in vitamin D. And so right. uh, take uh, lots of vitamin D, lots of vitamin C. I think vitamin A is good. Um, keep up on your vitamins. And, um, and zinc as uh, well. Zinc and too. zinc. Good, good, good. So I would just like to recommend people ask their doctor, would you treat me? And if they won't, find somebody else. That's and I right. just wanted to get back, I'm sorry, very quickly, I understand that nobody can force us to take the vaccine, but to lose a job in a oh, difficult job market. Yeah. Well, but that's my point is that if you join an organization and you're, it's harder to fight a big organization of people who will not and have lawyers and all that and the facts to back them up rather than just stand as one person. Mm-hmm. That was my point so that you can say to your employer, no, this virus is 99.7% survivable. That's I'm not right. going to, you know, and state why, but this or these organizations are there to help you with that. If you can find them in your state. That's Out. my point. Because oh, I think we need to stand now and not get fired where then we're all out of a job. We need right. to stand firm because when you have the next strain, what happens with the next strain of COVID? Is that right. the next vaccine and the ne- and where does this end? Mm-hmm. Where does this end? Yeah. Anyway, that's all I needed to say. Thank you so well, much. Y- you've time. been a wonderful <laughs> contributor this morning, Kelly, and I, I bless God for you. Thank you so much, dear one. Okay, thank you. Okay, honey. Um, Heather from um, Pennsylvania, are you on the line, dear? I am, Mother. Hi. Hello, Mother. So I wanted to call in today. Really, it was in regards to yesterday's conversation, but I wasn't able to get through. Sure. Um, In regards to abortion and whether there's ever any um, reason that a mother should abort a child in order for her to live. Yes. And I am definitely an example of that. Um, With my fourth child, I was getting very sick and long story short, went to the doctor and it wasn't good. Uh, My heart was failing. I was only like 25 at the time. I was very young. Um, But they said that my heart was failing and it wasn't going to make it through the rest of the pregnancy. And the doctor said, you know, you definitely need to have an abortion 
um, because you will positively die. And I said, well, I would never kill someone else so that I could live. That doesn't even make any sense. Um, it's, it's one for all and all for one. And if I live, he lives. And if I die, he dies, but we're going to, we're going to try. <laughs> and so I left it to God. That's a whole nother journey, a uh, whole nother story there. But, um, Long I want to hear short. that. I want to hear that story. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Hold on, oh. Heather. Uh, can you hang on oh. till after the break? Yes, Mother. All right. Do that. And I'm not asking you for details that we don't, you know, we don't have the time for. But uh, your call is extremely important. Um, and I, I want to help other mothers and families um, understand uh uh, truly heroic sacrifice. We have a Saint Gianna Mola who did die that her baby could live, and she's a saint today and a patron of pregnant mothers. It's very, very important. Hold on, beloved. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. We're taking long phone calls today because they're extremely helpful to us. Um, God bless you, and uh, we'll be right back. Don't go away. The future of the family is grim. As Our Lady of Fatima said, the final battle will be for the family. It truly seems as though we're in the heat of this final battle and we need your help. Our mission at LifeSite News is to educate and activate readers with the information they need to defend life and the family and restore Christian culture. We are currently the most popular pro-life website on the internet with over 40 million unique users every year. And we've been experiencing an even bigger reach than ever this year. But we need your help to reach more of the 7.7 .7 billion people on earth if we are to truly succeed in changing the culture. Please consider donating to help our mission of promoting the culture of life and fearless defenders of the faith like Mother Miriam. Visit give.lifesite.news.com to give today. Thank you for your support. The Station of the Cross invites you to join us each day for the Liturgy of the Hours at 5 a.m., 3 p.m., and 9.30 p.m. Eastern. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. The Liturgy of the Hours is a meditative and efficacious way to foster habitual prayer. Also known as the Divine Office or Breviary, the Liturgy of the Hours is the daily prayer of the Church and is made up of readings from sacred scripture, writings from saints and theologians, and small reflections. We hope you will join us for this daily prayer of the Church each day at 5 a.m., 3 p.m., and 9.30 p.m. Eastern right here on the Station of the Cross. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. 
Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. Um, and uh, this is our last segment. We're going to have a little over 10 minutes. We're on the line with uh, Heather from Pennsylvania. And uh, Jennifer, hold on, dear one. We're, we were hoping we can get to you. Uh, Heather, are you still there? Yes, I am. Oh, okay, so what you said prior to the break is that you're an example of a mother who uh, had become pregnant and you had a serious heart problem and the doctor said uh, pretty much to save your life uh, they're going to need to abort your child. Is that right? That's correct. And so I had, you know, expressed that, you know, that just that wasn't going to happen. Um, he looked me in the face and he said, well, you need to get your affairs in order because um, you're not you're not going to make it. And so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just I feel like if I could say anything to anyone in that situation is that that is the time that you turn to God and you either have faith or not. And God says not one hair will be, you know, misplaced. He's, he knows everything about us. before we were formed and so forth. And so if we believe that, then, you know, that is what God asked of me at that time was for that grave suffering. And everybody's journey on this earth is different. But, yeah, yeah, I just, I definitely knew that there's no way I am murdering someone else in order for me to live. I wouldn't even want to live at that point. So, Mm -hmm. long story short and just to kind of because sure. I, I know you have a short program but um so my my son now is 21 oh blessed and, be god yes and then i just wanted to share this very quickly june of 2017 um i live kind of close to the padre pia center here in pennsylvania and had uh gone i've gone out there many times throughout the year, but uh, at this particular time, I took a couple friends and so forth and uh, venerated with his gloves and I didn't ask for anything special. I never asked for God to, you know, help me in that sense. Uh, uh, But anyway, uh, whenever I left there, I felt like I was healed. I can't explain it. And so I went to the doctor, they did a full workup and um, I had to go back for the results. And weirdly enough, I have six children and Weirdly enough, that particular day, my son, Joseph, who was the one they told me to abort, uh, just so happened to be home. And I said, well, hey, Joe, do you want to go to the doctor with mom? And, you know, that way I don't have to go by myself. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So he was the only kid that was around. That's the only reason I asked him. But it was just profound. Okay, so I I go into the, the office and he starts to go over the results with me. And he said that my heart was optimal and that my heart was um, fractioning at 60 to 65%, which is completely normal. I've never heard those numbers before. My heart was always weakened and it was always in the 40s, low 40s. Um, And so he's like, you know, you can stop all medicines, you're fine, you're healed. Um, And I walked out of there and I was in the car and I looked at Joe and I just started crying because he was there to share that moment with me all those years later um, whenever, you know, I was told to, to abort him and that's the power of God. 
Heather, dear, I'm a goosebump. You are, this is so fantastic. And when you say that you trust God and not a hair of our head will fall to the ground without us knowing and all that, not a sparrow, you know, will will stop hopping without him knowing, um, that doesn't, that's not presumption that everything's going to be okay. It means it is a presumption that God will do his will and his will is perfect, How whatever he wants to do. Heather, have you ever written that story out? I have, and I've actually done a video about it as well. And I wanted okay. to do something a little more professional so that I could help expand, expound on it, and and really, I think you it was should. a longer journey than that, obviously, Mother. Yeah. Um. And but but I feel that uh, the the culture of death that we're in, uh, especially with doctors, I feel like their answer is always death. Um. Yeah. And, and there there is that doesn't make any sense. Um, right. You're my woman, Heather. Like this you said. Oh no! I was going to say, like you were saying, you can't get good out of evil. <laughs> you can't do sense. evil no. to, to achieve good. Absolutely not. Right. Um, God bless you, and I'm so grateful that you shared your story today, Heather. It's a, it's a wonderful heroic story, um, and I I do pray that um, it will be an encouragement that even one woman pregnant now and deciding whether or not to keep her baby for any reason uh, that you will have uh, changed her life today uh, by your, the story of what God has done in yours. So God bless you, Heather, and I look forward to seeing your story in a publication or a video or whatever one day. It, it needs to be told. It's wonderful. Okay, God bless, God bless you, dear. God bless you, Mother, and thank you. Thank you so much for your courageous voice because in this day and age, I know what that means. And I listen to you um, as much as I can, almost every day. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm so encouraged by you and um, and and just how courageous you are. And I just wanted to just say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you, Heather. That's the scriptures that God wrote to us in the book of Hebrews, that we encourage one another to love and good works. God bless you, my dear one. We have a call from Jennifer in Massachusetts. Are you there, Jennifer? Yes, Mother Mary. Good morning. Hi, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I just wanted to say thank you for your radio show. I gave up conservative radio for Advent last Christmas, and I have not looked back since I found you, and I think it's wonderful. Oh, this is too funny. You gave up conservative radio for Advent? <laughs> yes, I did. How funny did. is that? I okay. found you, and now I look forward to hearing you. Oh, blessed be God, Jennifer. I'm so glad you called. Do you have a question? Thank you. Well, more so of a comment. I was called yesterday to talk about the COVID vaccine and your caller from New Jersey and then your pro-life caller that you just finished with. My comments kind of all tied in. And I did wanted to make a comment about the priestly implications for this COVID vaccine because there's several priests that I talked to you know, two of them absolutely do not take it right. And for all the same reasons that all mm-hmm. your callers are saying, we're not doing business with the devil. Good. And the, one of the pastors said, well, I'm not going to go against what the Catholic Church and the Pope teaches. And then he went on to give all these reasons why. And, you know, he named, you know, a couple of brands that donate to Planned Parenthood. And when he said all this, I did keep an open mind and an open heart. And at the end of his conversation, all I said was, now there's more things I'm not going to buy or eat or use. And 
I started to pray about this because after that conversation, I found out that another priest that I'm friendly with had already taken the vaccine and it broke my heart because I gave him literature on why not to take it, that it was tested or manufactured with aborted fetal tissue. And I started praying about it and all of a sudden I got this words of knowledge from me of what the devil wants to do. The priest said, take this or listen to or just blindly do what they're told, they're going to be, they're going to develop a crisis of conscience. And this is where the devil's going to take in mm-hmm. and create nervous breakdown or suicidal thoughts. So if any of the priests are listening to you right now, I just want to pray that they seek repentance and go into the confessional because there's nothing that God cannot undo in the confessional. That's right. And by refusing the vaccine, we are being faithful to the Catholic teaching. We are. Right. So God bless you. Jennifer, you see that. All right, sweetheart. I hate cutting anybody off, but I love your call. Kelly, Heather, Jennifer, you made our program today, all three of you. God bless you for your faithfulness, your courage, your love for the Catholic faith, and for God. Um, We'll be back with you tomorrow, beloved, and I'm just going to give the LifeSite donation link for our new home uh, for any of you who still want to do that, www.lifefunder.com forward slash D-O-M-M-O-I-H Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope I'm so grateful to LifeSide and the Station of the Cross and for all of you God bless you and we'll be with you tomorrow